Hello everybody and welcome to the Words Over Whiskey podcast episode 6 and this is going to be a gaming focused podcast so warning now that if gaming isn't your thing then I suggest skipping this podcast but if you're interested in gaming please carry on listening. I hope you're interested in gaming because Henry has a lot to say. Yes so the reason why we're focusing on gaming for this episode is because recently E3 being cancelled Xbox and PlayStation have done online reveal events for games. I think the place the Xbox one was about three weeks ago and the PlayStation one was last Thursday as of recording this episode. So we're recording on the 15th of June and the PlayStation event was on the uh, 11th. And so um, yes. we're going to go through some of uh, the various games that were showed off in some of our sort of take away from it and the console reveals as well um so yes so i thought with the we'll start with the playstation one and i'll go through the various list of games that were shown off we'll, some of them will go through quite quickly because we don't either they have, are of no interest to us or <laughs> we don't really have much to say or to go on because some of the trailers were quite short so i'll start with those and then we'll go into some ones we want to talk in more detail of so of course, starting off with, um, well, the PlayStation one started with uh, GTA V, which I think confused a lot of people at first. Like, wait, why are they showing us a PS4 game? Right. Yeah, I was going to say I'm very confused with the G- the GTA titles. GTA V, that's the one that's been out for a while, years, yeah, hasn't it's it? It's been out for quite a few years. So isn't that the best this... selling game of all time? I think it is. I, I don't know if it's been unseated from that position, but it might it's have certainly been. one of one of the best selling games of all time. But uh yeah, they, they were showing that off and I was like, Oh, new GTA and they're like, Oh no, it's just GTA five. But there is basically I think it was they said that it's coming to PS five or the online is. I think it's standalone online. I don't know actually. Yeah. Don't I think quote it me was, on that. And they were they just said that uh up until it's released on PS five that everyone who's got it on PS four gets the free online money or whatever so that's kind of how they kicked it kicked it off but then after that i think there's a little line that said everything from now on as in what they were going to show would be ps5 before we before we jump into that i I was thinking when i was watching the um uh, uh live stream the developers were they rendered in the ps5 graphics that's so funny you mentioned that because I was thinking the exact same thing. They looked as if they they almost... looked like they were a bit like they were either CGI or that they were there wasn't actually them. Like they were motion captured and put onto 3D models, not actual people. It's so funny because I, I was listening to another podcast where they were talking about the reveal and they they were saying the same thing and they were like, were these people rendered in the PlayStation Five? They look like they're in a game or something. But I, their theory, and I think I agree with them, is that because people were remote at the moment and they've been using cameras that must have been just how it came out yeah that's a good point so i I think it was actually them but it's just the the uh it it was them but whatever their background was must have been edited out yeah yeah okay that makes sense but if it had been rendered in the ps4 ps5 even graphics that would have been really clever because people like us are talking about it and more if we're talking about it there's probably lots of people on the internet talking about it and eventually, the PS5 people could do some big Twitter reveal or something. Yes, 
those were PS5 graphics, and then thousands and thousands of people will go, oh my god, I didn't even notice, the graphics must be really good. And the publicity yeah. would be massive, it'd be ingenious. Yeah, these people were actually rendered in PlayStation 5, that's how good our graphics are. Yeah, that would definitely that, that would definitely people amazed. That would. So if, if they do, in the next few weeks, make that tweet, uh, or, or make that announcement... It will be not only really clever on their part, but also I predicted it for the record. <laughs> so yeah, all right. On to the, <laughs> the that's an interesting observation. I I had noted it, but I had I'd forgotten it as well. So good good observation there. Um, right. So games going up, moving on to the games. These won't be in order of how the uh, show uh, released, and they're just sort of how I wrote them down in my notes. So driving game, Grand uh, Turismo. I think that's quite a popular driving game so if people like those that feels that fits that uh, I'm, i've always been okay with um driving games not my favorite but I, I occasionally i do quite like just racing yeah i like the need for speeds i had a few of those when yeah I, was younger and I, I quite enjoyed those but i've never sort of really gotten into any major driving games like, i enjoy playing them but they're not like oh yeah i've got to have the latest latest one or whatever but I, I think graphically it looked amazing. You can't um, really change the gameplay of a driving game, though, can you? You're driving, no. <laughs> you're you're racing. That 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 is it, basically. Yeah. Then, two K twenty one, another basketball game, just like all the other sports game that they release every single year, which are basically selling you the same game, but with slightly better graphics and a few mechanicals. But I think the two K games had a big controversy around them last year. Where oh, it was almost, what happened? Um, I think it was like the microtransactions were almost like uh, a slot machine in a way, and it was there was a big backlash to that because people said it's gambling, it's not a game, it, this is gambling. What's that's wrong? Um, so yeah, actually, what well, so like you'd pay some money, and then what you get for that money is random. So one person could spend theoretically a hundred pounds and get crap. And one person could spend like 50p and get the best item. Was it maybe not exactly that bad, but is that the sort of premise? Yeah, sort of. Well, it goes, it kind of goes in line with the loot box controversy that it's not, it's not gambling or it is gambling. And there's various. Well, gambling or not, that's actually a waste of money, potentially. Because mm. there's, there's a chance you won't get what you're actually wanting to pay for. But um, yes, the new basketball game for anyone who's interested in that. I can't say I like sports games at all, so I thought I'd just include it for anyone who's interested, but I'm not. Um, then there's, I think this is at the point that you said you jumped into the live stream. You said you joined it a bit late. But it was I did, squ- that's right. The, the Square Enix game, Project Athia. It was kind of only a teaser trailer, but it kind of piqued my interest. It's like it must be like a new IP, and it's it said that it was exclusively for PS5. Yeah, I kind of missed. I, I did join around then, and I sort of tried to get. I I had connection issues, and I missed most of Project Afia. Or I remember seeing this, this when it said Project Afia on the screen. I was just like, oh, okay. what is this? It, 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 they only showed like a few. There were dragons and some magic, so it looked like a fantasy sort of game. Oh, um, but it looked quite interesting. Um, 
So yeah, that, I think that's one to keep an eye on for more information when that comes out. But it's interesting that it's a Square Enix game, but it's only exclusively for PS5. So that's that's interesting. Uh, next one, uh, Stray, the the cat game. Oh yeah, World War yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be like the sort of game that I would play for a bit, and they'd be like, "Oh, this is a really nice feel to it. It's really nice graphics," and then I would either complete it or do a bit of it and never play it again. Yeah. I, I don't it, sort. It, I don't. I don't think I'd get immersed in it. Really. Again, it was a, it was kind of a trailer that didn't really show much as to what the game was. It seemed to suggest that you play as this cat in a world inhabited by robots. So, I guess it's another one to kind of wait and see when there's a bit more out about it. Mm. Um, next one, uh, Sackboy: A Big Adventure, which. Did you ever play the Little Big Planet games? Um, no, I didn't because until the PS4 came out, I was Xbox. Oh really? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so I'd never, uh, never played those. Although for some reason, when I was younger, I thought they were um, uh, sandbox um, strategy games where you like built a little world. Hence, because of the name Little Big Planet, I didn't realize they were are they platformers? Sort of, yeah. In a way, but it, what this one definitely is, whereas I think the previous ones were kind of platformy adventure games. Um, but yeah, this one seems to be a platformer which you can play with three other players as well. I so, hate platformer games. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. I, I just tend to always fall off of everything and get yeah, frustrated. Yeah, I get them, frustrated so. so easily. Any any sort of game that involves any sort of skill or talent, I am terrible. I just can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that that's one for people who like platformers now this one i actually kind of found a bit interesting it was the driving one Des- destruction all stars oh yeah it's kind of that kind of wacky what i wrote down here was it looks like a racing battle royale <laughs> yeah it was, yeah. it was like bumper cars and all the cars were driving into each other to, is to it like multiplayer each other. I, I i imagine so i think i think if it was a multiplayer it would be quite fun yeah, it kind but of looks sort of um, Rocket League in a way. Yeah, it's like Rocket League. I don't but... think it'll unseat Rocket League at its. Um, well, yeah, at, I think it's quite a, quite a different game because Rocket League's basically like football wing cars, whereas this seems to be a kind of bumper car battle royale, as I said, because you're trying to destroy the other cars. But it's also interesting that you they showed in the trailer that you could get out out of the car and you could run around, and there was even like wall running and stuff as well. So that's. That's I think I think it's quite interesting, but again, I think um, the whole battle royale in in a car. I think that will get a bit boring after a while. I don't think it's the sort I, of thing I, you'll. I actually thought it's quite an interesting take, rather than just having a standard battle royale first person shooter. This is like an alternate spin on that, and I thought that was actually quite quite interesting. Although I'm not a big battle royale lover, it was a very interesting spin on it. If that is the case. Yeah, yeah. I think if you can customize your car, like in Robot Wars, and like and you build your own car with your own weapons on it, I think that would be really good. But I'm just a massive fan of any sort of customization option in any sort of game. I love customizing things. <laughs> you should see my characters on um, my Warzone uh, operators all pimped out in this red tracksuit, and <laughs> it's not camouflage at all, but <laughs> it makes me feel good. What's next? What's next, the next game? Next one. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. Oh, um, that yeah, that, that almost looked like an anime. Kind of like a 
cartoony. I, I, maybe it's a... I don't know. They, they didn't really show any gameplay again. It was just a trailer. It was like all these human-like animals. They were all dinosaurs, um, weren't they? They were all dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah they were all dinosaurs. And, but... and, and for anthropomorphic dinosaurs in a high school going through normal teenagery high school emotions. Yeah, but it didn't seem to indicate what type of game it was. Maybe like a... Uh, I don't, More like yeah, a visual I novel, I think, sort if of, you ask yeah. me. Um, yeah, there was that. Uh, there was Oddworld Soulstorm. I've heard of the Oddworld games, but I've never played them, and I don't really know what they're about, but there seems to be a new one out. Nope, I I must I must have zoned out for that one because I don't remember watching that in no. the uh, um, in the live stream. Yeah, uh, I think there's another one called Jet. I think it was called Jet the Far Shore, and it um it looked like some sort of sort sort of space planet exploration game. Oh game yeah, of, yeah, like of, um almost like uh, I saw in the comments on the live stream, someone was saying it looks like No Man's Sky too. In a way, but it uh, it kind of looked. Definitely different. different. Definitely a very different art style. I think they were just trying to make a joke, to be honest. They didn't actually think it was No Man's Sky 2. It, uh, I don't know. It definitely wasn't because it. Uh, no Man's Sky is a first person, whereas this seemed to be sort of a third. more of a third person thing. Whereas. But it gave me sort of interstellar vibes as well. Yeah. It kind of looked a little yeah. bit like. Or that. maybe like a more yeah. grown up version of Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Godfall, which I think was actually the first game sort of shown off for uh, PS5. Like I think they had a, tr- a teaser yeah, trailer. Yeah, um, that looks more like a mobile game to me. You know that I think it's it might be a sort of hack and slash MMO potentially. At least that's what I've heard. Um, but yeah, again, it didn't really. Sh- it didn't tell us tell much, much and I, I don't think it's all that um, original. There are plenty of hack and slash MMOs involving gods. There's one on the PC, I think, that's free yeah. to play, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's definitely similar. You don't customize your armor. I think you play as actual mythological gods, like Zeus or whatever. That's it. Oh, that's that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking, thinking of. of yeah. That's that's like a MOBA. Oh. That's a sort of MOBA. Whereas I think this is might be an MMO. MMORPG? Or like a light or like a live service game. Uh, like the rumours. But that's the thing. It. All we have are rumours. At the moment. Mm, until we find out a bit more on certain ones of these. Uh, what else? Uh, Solar Ash. I think that was... Isn't that the um, one that was all a bit horror? The one where she's trapped on the planet? No, 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 no. That's uh, that's a different one. This oh, is, oh of, is, is this the one that was quite... um, made by the same people who made Hyper Light Drifter? Ah, I yes, love yes, Hyperlight Drifter. One. Yeah, I've got it. And um, it gives... I, I don't know what it is, but I often get a headache if I've played it for too long. I think it's something about the colours or the art style. Yeah, it's yeah quite it gives me a little bit of a headache. But I, I, I do... I really like it. It's kind of relaxing. Um, and like, it's, it's one. Of, mm. I know I said I don't like games that have a sort of skill that require you to actually be good at them. But I'm okay with that one. I'm okay with that one. You just you definitely need to play it with a controller though, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. What else? Uh, Astro's Playroom. That was. I heard someone say that it might have been on the Vita, but I'm not sure. I haven't heard of it before. Did you see that? Re- the bug mm. snacks one. What the? 
What the fuck? What, what the fuck? fuck and, 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 and just eats the bug as it starts growing on her. Look, the snacks. Yeah, that's just, that looks. I think it might be a kids game. But oh it my god! Weird as hell. And the tra- the trailer was just yeah. Kind of the trailer was cringy. Um, the bug snacks were just weird. Yeah. That yeah, that was a strange game. Um, what else? Uh, Pragmata. That was the one where there seemed to be the guy in the spacesuit who was on Earth. Oh, yeah. This little girl appeared, and then suddenly they I, were floating I, through space with a satellite crashing around them. And yeah, that was that cat. was weird. Um, the guy in the spacesuit, he sort of... I thought it was going to be... At first, I thought Crisis. And then I thought... I can't remember what the other thing I thought it was. But I, 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 was, I looked at him, and I was just like, okay, this is going to be a first-person suitor. It, Definitely an FPS. It made me think of the... Uh, Ludens from uh, Hideo Kojima, his kind of mascot for his company, but it wasn't, but it kind of gave me that vibe. But I, I don't know who the company was, or it was just a very strange trailer, but at the same time, it kind of intrigued me. Like, I what this is looks strange and it doesn't really tell me what on earth this game is about, but at the same time, I'm slightly intrigued. Yeah, um, it didn't captivate me actually. No, I think I think because it was just so short, you couldn't tell what it, it was, was really about. short. Again, it's kind of one of those ones you kind of take note of now because it intrigues you, but there's not enough to go on, so you wait to see more. At least, that but also but as soon as I saw that spacesuit, that armor, and that gun, I was like first person suitor, and I zoned out. I thought it was going to be I don't know another um, <laughs> Modern Warfare sixteen reveal or something like that. Yeah, I can kind of see what why you said that because it it did almost look slightly like future. Didn't it? No, I was definitely all those sorts yeah. of games. I was like, no, I'm not gonna like this one. Um, so I did sort of zone out, and when I looked back at the screen, there was this giant cat. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? What did I miss? Uh, Hitman. Oh, 3. No, I I did see that. Um, um I'm, I'm quite. I, I I like Hitman. I like Hitman. I, I've never played it, but I I kind of laughed at um at the reveal where they said oh yeah we're going to show you a little bit of uh that wasn't gameplay, gameplay. that wasn't gameplay it, that wasn't it, gameplay that wasn't gameplay yeah it was it was just like a an extension to the trailer just showing off one of the environments it, it wasn't, wasn't it gameplay wasn't it gameplay. might be like a cutscene that would be in the actual gameplay but it wasn't gameplay that wasn't gameplay but i do like yeah. finding inventive ways um, to kill everyone on the map that is fun yeah i've, I've often heard other people talk about Kills, uh, not kill zone. Um, Hitman and like all the inventive ways that they come up with to take down targets, like dropping a chandelier on them or having someone else pick up a gun, thinking it was a fake gun, and yeah, lots of creative ways to go about that game. But I haven't personally uh, played it. I think those are the kind of the ones I kind of just wanted to go through quickly and touch base on. And now the next ones are ones. Two of the games they brought up were from last year's E3, which mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, one of them was Deathloop. And I believe, I might just have to Google this. I think it might be Bethesda who were um, uh, publishing. I remember seeing the Bethesda logo in the live stream. So it might quite... Yeah, it's from Arcane Studios, who I think are the guys who made... Might be the guys. I think it is. Because they're not, yeah. Yes, yes, it is. Because it definitely gave me those. Yeah, so it's from Arcane Studios and it's 
published by Bethesda. But yeah, I definitely got the Dishonored vibes mm-hmm. with like the teleporting mm-hmm. like aspect in the like you see the character like wave his hands and people go flying. I think it's it looked interesting because it's it, the premise seems to be there's um this guy who's an assassin he's trying to take down his target but he's on this island and everyone else on the island is trying and to every time him. he dies and every time he dies it resets it so it, it get it made me think of uh edge of tomorrow yeah. in a way the film edge of tomorrow the tom cruise one where the day resets every time he dies but so the main character seems to be an assassin but then there was another assassin who they mentioned and she was trying to protect yep. the target so that makes me wonder is this going to be a two player game or do, like does one person play as the assassin trying to take out the target and the other one plays as the assassin trying or to maybe it's like target? a story thing and the main character recruits her and they team up against the target or something like that but yeah i don't know but they they did show off a little bit of gameplay from that that it looked quite interesting I think, yeah, I'd wait. To I, I need I more information. See. Almost all these games, I want more information before I spend 50 quid. <laughs> that's the thing. That that's, they, they, they entice you. They show you the trailers and they get you to talk about and speculate it and then they'll show you more. But, yeah. Um, and the other one I remember from last E3 where they, they only kind of showed a trailer whereas this time they actually showed a bit of gameplay as well was Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. I had, I, I've, not, I've not heard of this game before. I think I'd heard the name. It sounded familiar. But I've never seen anything about this game. And it looked amazing. Yeah, I think like the, the premise is that like 90% of the people from Tokyo have disappeared. And your character's part of this organisation dealing with like strange spectres and monsters. And there seems to be like a lot of creepy... Like yeah, Slenderman. they definitely had Slenderman Monsters vibes in it, and head headless headless people. When there's a weird child in a raincoat with red glowing eyes, and and it, what surprised me was that it seems to be a first person game. I thought it was going to be like a sort of action adventure game, um, like third person, where and it, it's actually a first person game, but instead of using uh. It's not like a shooter where you're using guns and stuff. You seem to be using spells and like hand gestures to create magical spells. Yeah, definitely saw the magic. I almost thought it looked like it was going to be VR. I can definitely see that in VR. And imagine how scary it would be oh, in VR yeah. and you turn around and you see something that looks like Slenderman. Oh, that's actually a good point though. I hadn't thought of it being VR, but I could. now that you've said it, I could totally see it being a VR game. Hmm. That's interesting. But yeah... That that's one of the ones that's definitely um, piqued my interest. And I definitely can't. I definitely want to see more. Um, and next one, next few actually. These are some like, indie titles that really, really stood out to me and made me interested. So first, first one was Returnal, which is the one you mentioned a little bit earlier, where it's the woman in space who keeps oh on, on again, the planet, yeah, and. and um... She's trapped there, and every time she dies... Yeah, she starts again. Yeah, very Edge of Tomorrow yeah, vibes definitely. again. But it... Again, that... It it looked really weird, because, like, lots of creepy monsters and everything. I'm not... I don't think I would enjoy it, the game. Not because I would get scared or whatever. Um, because there would be, wouldn't be any characters' interaction for me to... For me to enjoy. It would just be one person just having loads of shit happen to her. And I, I would just get get bored of the endless 
slog of crap that he's got to go through. I'll just be like, I don't actually feel motivated to leave because there's nothing happening. That's the I find I I find that stuff quite interesting because it's there's all this there's that eerie, creepy vibe, and there's all the weird monsters. I kind of want to learn what those are and what what's going on here. So that that is kind of what in would be enough to intrigue me. Oh, I need more. Um, I'm more. But yeah, it's, it's, it kind of seemed like a bit psychological thrillery and monsters, like they were weird, creepy demons, and it seemed to be a third-person shooter. They seemed, they showed a bit of gameplay. Um, but yeah, sort of space weapons with lasers to try and take out these weird alien monsters, and yeah, if you die, you seem to kind of reset. But she seemed, it, from the trailer, it seemed as if she's aware of it, and it's again, it's taking like a psychological toll definitely she definitely looked like she was completely done with that planet's shit she did not want <laughs> to go through it anymore so yeah that that's one of the ones that um definitely stood out to me uh the other one was kenna bridge of Spirits. i did not enjoy the art style of that i really i it, thought it looked to me it looked it looked really good it was really good graphics don't get me wrong but i wouldn't enjoy playing it I think I'm too mature, too boring and serious to actually let myself go and enjoy it. Oh, what? You just, you like everything dull and grey, like Call of Duty. You don't like so any colour. Is that why you haven't, is that why you haven't played no, Horizon no, oi, yet? No, firstly, you mentioned that too early. And secondly, I just mentioned how much I liked the colour in Hyperlight Drifter. Now, Kenna just seemed too, too, too Disney. It was like, oh, look at these little creatures, and we're going to go over here, and we're going to do some, some fun stuff, and there's fun stuff, and there's bad guys, but it's okay, because we're good guys, and it's fun. I'm like, no. Sorry. Not interested. So you had the complete opposite reaction to me, because I, I looked at that, and I was like, oh, I, really, I really like the style, and it looks really quite fun and interesting. I think it's... I, I definitely no, I would, I would not, I would not pay game. full release price for that game. So you got a very different opinion to me because I, no, I, I did really not like the look of that game. It, 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 I would only buy it to show people, look how good the graphics are on this con on this console. But I don't. It, that's if I bought it at all. I, I liked it because it it did it just amazingly. It looked like a Pixar <laughs> movie. It it looked really good to me. Um, yeah, and I think it's I think it's made by two brothers or the two brothers are like heads of a small yeah. That's studio, what it looked like. I think studio. Uh, Ember Lab. I yes, think that was it. But yeah, that no, yeah, I, that's one I want to keep an eye on because that looked interesting. And the other sort of indie one was Little Devil Inside. Oh, hang on, I'm trying to remember that one. Uh, it was kind of the one, kind of almost uh, a bit puppety cartoonish, where the guy was kind of there were two guys. There was like the younger guy who was fighting. Oh yes, yes. No, that one. That one was interesting. I liked that one. Yes, I, I out of all the trailers that had the best like transition between Absolutely. The two characters. Absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks really, really interesting. I kind of don't know what it is and why they transition between the two characters. Well, I think, I think but, that old boring guy, he is imagining all these adventures. And you're playing in his imagined adventures. 
but, but at the start of the trailer, you have the younger guy walk in and dump down like a dead. Oh, was that the younger guy? The I couldn't guy. see very well. Yeah. Yeah. So it it makes it makes me wonder what it was. Maybe like the younger guy is going off and doing these adventures, and then he comes back and has to tell the tale. Or maybe the maybe guy. the old guy is paying this younger guy to go off and do this. That's why the young guy has this constant long suffering expression as he's out in the wilderness. Just like, I don't want to do this, but I have to. Yeah, but it looked really interesting. Like, quite a variety of... There was a variety of environment. There was, like, a winter. There was, like, a desert. Cave. A swamp. There were caves. There were mountains. And then there were loads of different enemy types. There was, like, a dragon. There was, like, tribe... Tribal people. Some weird tribe people. Some, some boars that were chasing him in the desert. Were there boars in the desert? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um... And then there was, he had like a variety, of, like he had a sword and shield. Gun. And he also had like a pistol. Is there a crossbow? I think there's a crossbow. A bombs and everything. I think so. And then um, he had some explosives as well. It looked, again, it was a really interesting trailer. Like, you can't quite tell what it's going to be. I was just thinking, about. because of the name, Little Devil Inside, that's all happening in his head. And I know you saw we saw the guy go in and dump the monster on his desk, but he could still be imagining himself meeting his imaginary friend. Quite, yeah, quite possibly. Maybe that's how the transition works between those two characters. Or maybe, maybe he's an actual yeah, writer. I, maybe he is writing these stories, and we get to play as the story. Uh, yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I really liked it. That was that out of like all the indie games. That was probably one of the favorite. My favourite ones, yeah. I'm definitely, I'm definitely. I was definitely intrigued. I, I just love anything like Indiana Jones, like Uncharted, especially um, Lara Croft, that sort of thing. I just, I love it. I love going off and having adventures. Mm. Yeah. So I thought before we kind of move on to uh, sort of the heavy hitters of uh, PlayStation, I might just go over a little bit of the right, Xbox go ahead. One. So they had it. So they hadn't. So you, no. you didn't watch this, but they had an Xbox um, Series X gameplay event, and I'm using air <laughs> quotes here because uh, there was a big up, kind of like a slight uproar on the internet that it wasn't gameplay that they were showing all these games, and it was there wasn't any gameplay wasn't actually. <laughs> any <laughs> gameplay, and I think there was maybe like one instance of like ten seconds of gameplay for the bits I kind of went through. Um, but the, the surprising thing for me for this was that the Xbox didn't really bring out any of their heavy hitters. Like they did. Well, so no Halo, no, Halo, no. no Gears of War. Um, what other? Uh, what other? <laughs> I, I don't play Xbox. So I'm trying. To, those are the kind of the only ones I can really think of. But um, yeah, they didn't. About the biggest big games they had was. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is going to be on both consoles anyway, I believe. And and PC. And PC. And then they had the Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2, and they had another Yakuza game. Those were kind of the top big three I picked out. Then they had Madden, of course, Madden 21, another sports game. And then they had quite a few little indie games mixed in there as well. Um... But yeah, this event was about half the time of the PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1 was about one hour, and this was about half an hour. Um, the only other two games I really picked out that kind of piqued my interest was one called Scorn, 
which the trailer looked creepy as hell. I don't know what it was, but with the Xbox One, they had quite a few trailers that looked very creepy and eerie, and this was definitely mm. one of them. Um, I think it's probably a horror game, but it, like, it seemed like Alien or something, sort of very strange. I don't know how to describe it, but they were these kind of almost weird mummified bodies on an alien planet, and again and like weird alien ruins it wasn't again it was a trailer it wasn't gameplay but just the creepy aspect of it creepy vibes yeah the creepy vibes kind of made me want to learn more maybe if i don't i I might not play it because horror games aren't my scene but interested to see what it was and then again another sort of interesting one was called chorus rises one and it seemed to again it seemed to be some sort of slightly creepy game like edgy yeah like there seemed to be this pilot it was kind of sci-fi and there was a pilot who seemed to somehow be connected to this weird alien ship and various strange goings on but yeah those apart from uh like assassin's creed and stuff those were the ones that stuck out to me but yeah that's the interesting thing about the xbox one they didn't didn't deliver any of their big titles like they didn't show any halo didn't show any gears of war and i think that's why everyone's saying the um playstation one was a bit better because they showed gameplay and they showed some of their big games so yeah i kind of i kind of just went over the xbox stuff just so we could do a little bit of a comparison me and you we're primarily playstation and pc gamers but um i thought i'd go over it anyway just because i was interested to see what they had on offer uh right doesn't sound like i missed much to be no, honest no i think i would have told you if there's anything like oh man you have to check this game out but yeah i've kind of covered the main points there anyway i don't think there's very much across both live streams that were really oh my god you have to look at this maybe one or two things but really if it if it if it uh, i don't know when when is e3 normally it's around this time we are kind of yeah but if all this stuff had happened um, at actual E3, I wouldn't be very impressed. <laughs> Takes a lot to impress you. It does, actually. <laughs> it does. Anyway, let's move on to sort of the big heavy hitters of PlayStation, shall we? So, um, starting off, uh, they they revealed this one quite early on, and that is uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Yes, I missed it. Tell me everything. Did you have you played the Spider-Man PS4? No, you should do. It's it's a really really good game. It's really good. I think it's about I think it was my third platinum after Horizon and God of War. It's really good fun. I still need to play the DLC though. But um so this isn't Spider-Man 2 as many people said. It's kind of a not expansion, but almost like what Lost Legacy was to Uncharted 4. It's kind of like an expansion, spin-off. yeah, spin-off. It's a extension to the story, but it kind of stands alone as its own thing. Maybe a spin-off. Yeah, but the interest. So, who is Miles Morales? Do you not have you not seen Into the Spider Verse? Nope. What? <laughs> oh, you need to see that film. It's such a good film. Um, very worthy of the Oscar it won. Um, oh, I didn't know one won an Oscar. I think it won an Oscar for like, it was either sound design or. Uh, I think it was actually, no, I think it won for Best Animated Movie. 
um, yeah, you absolutely need to watch it. Uh, so basically, Miles Morales is a Spider-Man from an alternate universe, and he has, right. he has slightly different pa- powers to Peter Parker. He has the ability to uh, turn invisible, um, and he can also shock people. I think it's like his shock venom or something it's called. Um, but, right. Uh, but so he's a slightly edgier Spider-Man. He has venom. Not no, not like the uh, not not um, not venom as as in the character venom. No, like, but if he has venom, as in no, no, poison. no, no, that's just the name of it. It's not actually poison. It's oh. just this like shock ability he has, and it, I think it's just called like shock venom. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really know how to describe. Just go watch Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. That will that will tell you who Miles Morales <laughs> is. He's is a really interesting and great Spider-Man character, in my opinion. But yeah, so this is a uh, spin-off from the Spider-Man game that. Uh, was on the PS4 and the interesting thing is it's coming out this year, holiday 2020, so it is going to be a launch title for the PS5 yeah and uh, yeah, that's that is a good, that is a good opening title that is a good solid <laughs> opening title um, yeah, they didn't show, it was only about a 30 second clip and it was a trailer um but I think if you if you've played Spider-Man PS4 or you've seen gameplay of it, it will be like that, and it will be a fun game. So yes, I will definitely pick that up when it is out. Uh, next one. You probably get it in a bundle with the PS5. Quite possibly, yeah. Um, so the next one is a new Ratchet and Clank game uh, called Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I've never played a Ratchet Neither and Clank game. <laughs> so, uh, I think this game and the next two that I'm going to mention aren't, aren't ones I've played, but I know that lots of people love them. And Ratchet and Clank is one of the big PlayStation games that I know a lot of people love. So I think the fact that there's a new one... I don't think there's been a new one since the PS3. I think there was a remastered version one. Uh, during the PS4 I think it might have been the first game but there hasn't been a new Ratchet and Clank game since then so I think a lot of people are interested in this but probably the fans are probably desperate for a new one yeah. then but I would be if there was a game that I've really enjoyed and I haven't had a new one in the franchise for yeah. years um, but did, did you get to see the trailer for this one? I I think I joined right at the end okay. of this so one one of the interesting things for this is it's this the kind of seamless transition which is a big um part of the playstation 5 that they've been sort of hyping up is that there aren't going to be loading screens or fewer games will have loading screens because it'll be able to seamlessly transition into um new environments and this was kind of shown in the gameplay of ratchet and clank where there seems to uh like rifts have opened up between different worlds so you can almost like dimension hop but in the gameplay there seems to you can um use the tool to kind of hop closer to the enemies through like these tears in reality and that's how they they showed it in the gameplay like uh uh, ratchet was fighting enemies and then he'd use this tool to kind of um sort of go through this tear in reality and like flank the enemy and um as uh, the game pro- 
gameplay carried on, he was jumping between worlds. But as he was doing it, there wasn't a loading screen. It was he'd jump in this sort of uh, dimension rift, fall for a bit, and then he'd land in this new world. There wasn't a loading screen. It was this seamless transition, which I think is really interesting and just kind of shows. Uh, I think when when they start making RPGs, and to be honest, there there weren't many RPGs. I don't think I saw in the live stream. As a massive RPG fan, I was quite disappointed by that. But anyway, uh, loading screens and RPGs are the bane of some people's existence. I don't think there's many in The Witcher 3. Um, there's a few, but, like uh, when you're um, fast travelling and going to a new area, but that's about it. But uh, the the lack of loading screens is a big selling point. Um, and if you can say, there's a big RPG with a massive world and loads of things happening in the world all at once, but no loading screens, that would be a big selling point. I remember that. Um, that that would be impressive. I remember my Skyrim used to crash sometimes. Yeah, loading screens. yeah. The the loading screens on Skyrim and back in the day, Oblivion, we could sometimes be I painful. I don't know how that would quite work though with a massive RPG. Like if you're fast traveling, would it just have to be instantaneous? Do you think? Is that is that what you you mean? It has to be instantaneous. Well, there could be like a little graphic, like I don't know, maybe in the world of fast travel, you go through this like energy stream or whatever. Uh, okay, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, so almost like a so, seamless transition from one, I mean, one place to another, rather than putting up a loading screen to wait for it to load. Well, you'd actually be surprised in video games just how much loading is actually being done outside of loading screens, and it's just being cleverly hidden. Mm. Like, like some cutscenes are actually. If you watch a cutscene and you think, well, what's the point of that cutscene? Maybe it was there to distract you from more loading. So I, I imagine um, games for the PS5, if they can get rid of the whole need to actually load at a slow, uh, uh, if, if, if they can load faster, then actually you might see less boring parts in games that are covering up mm. loading, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see what capabilities they showed off with that gameplay. But uh, yeah, I imagine some people will be very excited for Ratchet and Clank. Um, new Resident Evil game as well. Resident Evil Village. Or Village Resident Evil, as they reveal. So Resident Evil 8. Uh, I take it, again, this is one you haven't played. Hold on. Hold on a second. Village. Yes. When I watched the trailer, I didn't realise it was a Resident Evil game. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it did like a transition out. So they showed the title Village and it kind of faded to the Roman numerals for eight. And then underneath it said uh, Resident Evil. So yeah. Yeah, when it said eight and underneath Resident Evil, I missed that bit. I was distracted. So I thought it was a standalone horror game called The Village no. that just resembled Resident Evil. Yeah. I think when I, uh, what was it? I was, when, I was, when the trailer started, I thought... Wait, is this a um, is this an Alan Wake game maybe or some new horror game? And then gradually as it went on, I was like, is this a new Resident Evil game? And then the tr- at the end of it, it was confirmed. I was like, yep, new Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, again, this is a series I haven't played, but I know quite a few people who would be who are excited for this. So that's again, that's another big sort of title to add to their their arsenal. Um, do, you th- do you think you'd be likely to play it? The only Resident Evil game that I played was this um, arcade 
game in an actual arcade. <laughs> what um, is it? One of the, so the pachinko machines. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Like you had this big pink gun that was connected to the machine oh, by this wire. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and you actually had to shoot these zombies. Uh, the uh, railgun shooter. Oh, Something like that, yeah, absolutely. And uh, me and my friend played this this one particular um, game for so long that I, when I went to sleep that night, that I actually dreamed I was in the game fighting these zombies. <laughs> Next one, um, Demon Souls or Demon Souls Remaster. Um, I've said before, I'm not a big fan of games that require skill. <laughs> That being said, I'm actually really intrigued by Dark Souls. I played Dark Souls 2 a little bit. So I never played the original Dark Souls or Demon Souls at all. Um, but it's the sort of game where I want to be good at it. I want to practice. I want to learn. I want to be good at it. Because it looks amazing. And it's definitely the sort of vibe that I like. The sort of world that I like. I like games where you can go and explore and find bits of lore. But I know you can in in, in Dark Souls. Yeah, it, not it, so about Demon Souls. I think it might be the same, but the world is really deep, and there's so much lore to it. If you go and explore, but the base there isn't really much of a base story to it. You have to not, kind of dig, yeah. you have to dig for it, which I think was one of my problems. Is that I kind of want the base story to keep me interested. I if if there's not enough of a base story to keep me interested and intrigued in the world, then I'll happily go and dig for more information. It, but I. I want that there, and it didn't really have that for me. As, well, when I played Blood Bloodborne, and I, uh, I, I just no, Bloodborne is something different. I, Bloodborne I just is different. Get into that. I had no clue what I was doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, the, anyway, when I when I watched the trailer for Demon Souls, at right at the beginning, it's got where you're flying over this landscape. Yeah, and the first thing it reminded me of was that teaser trailer. Teaser trailer. In last last year's E3, I think it was last year's E3, oh, where they teased Elder Scrolls Six. Oh, you, I was going to say, I was going to say Elden Ring. It I, at first no. I thought it was going to be Elden Ring. I thought it was going to be Elder Scrolls Six, and I was I was so happy. I was bouncing. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, is this going to be Elder Scrolls Six? Yeah, and then we're not seen that game for years. Apparently, <laughs> no, we're not. And then and then we started seeing all these monsters and i was like by now the music should probably be familiar and i don't recognize these monsters and then i saw demon souls and i was like no i thought i thought it was elden ring up until it transitioned to show that it was demon souls it's like uh i was wrong i'm i'm worried elden ring is going to go the same way as george rr martin's books (laughs) what he's not going to finish it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's why he hasn't finished them because he's working on video games now (laughs) he hasn't finished them because he's going on holiday to dubai every week or something like that but um, one of the interesting things for for this was that it's um, being remastered by Bluepoint, uh, who are a studio who did the remaster for the Uncharted games and the Shadow of the Colossus remaster. Oh, well, they did a good job on yeah, that. Yeah, they, so. they did, so at least it's definitely in good hands. Um, and yeah, again, I, I have some friends who are massive Dark Souls fans, so they will definitely enjoy this. I probably will not touch it because I don't like those games. Or I just I, not that I don't like I don't have any interest in them. You don't like difficult games. I, I, it's like I said they <laughs> they don't intrigue me with the story. I think when I tried to play Bloodborne, I got like an hour in, and I was like, "What am I meant? To, what am I meant? To, where am I meant to be going? What am I meant to be doing?" And I just gave up because. Do you like your games more linear with more set objectives? 
that doesn't necessarily have to be linear. I, I just want something to keep me engaged, like story. Where, and that's the thing, I was trying to play Bloodborne, and it's like, right, wh where, where do I, okay, I ki I've killed these guys, where, where do I go next, what do I do? Okay, I have enough to get this new piece of equipment. Buy the new piece of why can't I? Why can't I equip this new piece of? And I I had to I had to go online to start looking up stuff. And I'm like, this takes the fun out of it for me. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I've never minded looking things up online, because then when I go on the wiki or whatever, I learn things that I didn't necessarily go looking for, and I get more I, interested. I, I, so I, I don't, don't mind, mind doing that. that when there's certain stuff in the game that's intrigued me or I might be stuck but when I'm an hour in and I'm like how am I meant to play this game and I have to go and look at that I don't enjoy that and yeah I haven't I haven't, okay, I haven't see that to it and I haven't, <laughs> haven't touched it um right I want your opinion on this do you want to talk about what the console looks like or do you want to talk about the next game and you know what game I mean <laughs> which, which bit um I will just say I've been loving the memes about what the console looks like. <laughs> let's let's talk so about so many before we go. <laughs> just I'll, I'll I'll be very very brief because I know you want to go on to this next game, but I just wanted to say, what is the point of making this console look so stylish if it's just going to sit in someone's room? It doesn't. The console is not what I'm buying it for. The console could be a pink teddy bear. It could be. An old coat. It doesn't matter. I'm getting it for the games I'm going to play on it. It doesn't have to look like that. I think some pe people actually quite like an aesthetically pleasing console rather than just a black box sitting in their room. But mine is going to get covered in dust. It's going to get buried underneath cables. It's going to be hidden behind boxes. It's. It, it, I don't want to pay more for something stylish. If I'm not actually going to be getting it as a furniture piece, it's not an ornament. It's got a purpose, and the purpose is not to be a supermodel of a but, games but did console. You, did you like the look of it? Did you like the look of the console? Well, yeah, yeah. It, it looks, it looks nice. Yeah, it, like you said, there's a lot of memes coming out about it. <laughs> I love the memes. Yeah, I love the memes. <laughs> My personal favourite was someone who, uh, this is ingenious, edited the console onto a Stormtrooper's head. <laughs> so they've got that. I think I sent that to you today. Yeah. And they've got, 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 the, got the PS5 as the helmet. Yeah. And the colours match the uniform perfectly. It's, um... And that... No, no, actually, my personal favourite was someone who edited into Donald, <laughs> Donald Duck... No, it's um, Daffy Duck's mouth. It's Daffy Duck's mouth. Yeah, I, I quite liked it. It looks really kind of a nice streamline design it looks <laughs> I've, I've had people joke that it looks like a ufo or a uh, uh yeah a, an air uh, air conditioner unit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um yeah i think it's definitely got people talking and not all of it is positive yeah i i like the look of it i think um interestingly lots of people because they, they only showed it like standing upright people saying can you is it not gonna be allowed to can it not be laid down? Can it not be laid down? That's a big mm. problem. Uh, it had, it, you can actually now lay it down. It doesn't have to be stood up right. Um, they have confirmed that. Um, Good, because I can't fit it in yeah. my room um, if it's going to be standing up. Interesting that there are two versions. There is a 
a disc version and then there's a purely digital yeah version. yeah i saw that um it, i don't think there's i haven't revealed the price yet if the purely digital is much cheaper then i might be quite interested but i think the future of gaming will be moving away from discs yeah i mean animal crossing my guilty pleasure and has and a massively popular game at the moment i think when i last checked it was the most downloaded digital copy it, it, it sold the most digital copies of any game so far i think mm. don't quote me on that i think i heard that somewhere last time i checked yeah um it's... and possibly that was because it came out just as um lockdown began mm. <laughs> so most people were like i'm not going to go buy it myself and don't want it delivered so i'll just download it and that's i suppose fair enough yeah, it's, in- it's um, interesting that they have noted that there is beginning to be a transition away from disc and physical copies of a game to digital editions by having these two separate console versions. I, I personally will be getting the disc version because I like only yeah, the physical yeah, copy of the I, game. I like it, It's kind of like books for me. I like having it up on my bookshelf. You like having it. I don't mind having the digital copy because, uh, especially with the Nintendo Switch, I found actually changing the game cartridge a pain in the arse. Um, nowhere was there an instruction for me on how to get the cartridges in or out. I've been sort of winging it, and I suppose it's not rocket science, but knowing me, I'm going to break something. <laughs> knowing me, I'm going to break something. Um, uh, it's, so it's actually a good being thing able you don't to... like challenging games if you can't even get the game <laughs> into the console, Tom. Excuse me, how do I open the... Um, no, but I, I like being able to go, oh, okay, I'm bored of this game now. Press a few, uh, go back to the home menu, go on this game. I don't, I don't have to get up and take the disc out and find the other disc and put that disc in and find the right box. Um, I can just press a few buttons and I can play the game. I do quite like the ease of transition. And I suppose with the PS5 being all about transitioning, um, if all your games are digital, then you can transition seamlessly from playing, say, Ratchet and Clank to Hitman mm. instantly. And you won't have to get up, you won't have to do anything yourself. And to someone oh who's goodness, super saved, lazy... It saves me a whole 30 seconds. <sighs> yes. That's worth it. A whole extra 30 seconds of gameplay. But, um, yeah, what you said is um, also crossed my mind that maybe the digital only might be a bit cheaper. I don't think it'll be much cheaper. Maybe like £20, £30 is my, well, is my even, estimate. Even if it is 50 to to £100 cheaper, well, I think on average... Um, in my opinion, download download games, game download codes are actually more expensive because you can't get them pre-owned. You can't get them like discounted because it's not being sold by an actual shop like game. Unless um, like PlayStation are doing an actual sale themselves. Yeah, but even then, they I I I don't always think much of their sales. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. It's not it's not quite the Steam summer sale, is it? So I I think you'd actually end up. If you could only download them, still spending the same amount of money. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what the price difference is between the two, if there is any price difference. Because they have this was one thing is that they didn't announce a release date and they didn't show a price for the console. They still haven't done that. I'm guessing a release date, judging from what they showed in the games, is going to be around November, December time. Because they say these games are coming out holiday 2020 for PS5. That means it's going to be out towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. My guess price-wise, I'm going to guess around £500. That's 500 
I think that's my guess. Do you, do you think it'll be oh, God. less or more? I thought I was thinking, based on what I would pay and based on what the average um, twenty-three-year-old is going to pay, I would say no more than three hundred. Really? Because I swear that. Um, hang on, let me look up PlayStation. I mean, I mean, I have no idea what the PlayStation cost on its original release. I don't think it was five hundred though. Um, but I would not pay five hundred pounds, not even for the uh, next gen PS4 console. PS4 launched for three hundred and ninety nine dollars, three hundred and fifty pounds. So maybe, okay, yeah. maybe, maybe we're looking more at the range of four hundred, four fifty. Four hundred sounds more reasonable. Yeah, I think because I think what um, what is more likely is they'll they. I think what they tend to do is they actually tend to sell the consoles at a loss in price. But then they make that up for up, up in the game sales. Uh, so yeah, maybe around the 400, 450 margin. Maybe they might do like a bundle because they showed off like headphones and additional controllers. So maybe they'll do a bundle with, for five hundred pounds with some of that extra stuff included. But um, and your Spider Verse game as well. Yeah, potentially. But yeah, also because the con uh, the console is is black and white. Or at least that's the only version they've shown so far. I'd be interested to see if they have just an all all black version as well, sort of like what the PS4 and PS3 were. There's been memes about that as well of the the scene in um, I think it's the Dark Knight Rises when Christian Bale turns around and goes, "Does it come in black?" <laughs> <laughs> and I I do agree. Like the the PlayStation for me is this dark console. The Xbox I owned back in the day. I think that was white. I, but... I don't. I I wouldn't mind a dark version because I I just quite like having all of my games consoles together and they kind of just sit underneath my TV and they kind of blend in. They don't really stand out too much, which is fine by me. Yeah, the white one is too eye catching. Although I do quite, like, I do quite room. like. I do. I personally do like the look of it. It looks very sleek. It does look a bit like an alien spaceship, but <laughs> I, yeah, I personally. Yeah. Really, uh, quite a fan of it, and the controller as well. The controller looks really nice. The controller looks nice. The problem with the console, mine will get covered in dust. I probably spill some sauce on it. It will be. It, it won't sign, and so it'll catch your eye. Oh, you can spill sauce That's using it as like a placemat. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that is. A... No, probably, probably flying debris from some food that I'm eating. I'm quite a messy eater. Yeah. That is, yeah, that is one like it's good. Like if it's white. If it gets dusty, it might begin to. It's like gonna. It's gonna. Color. You'll see the. Um, you'll see that. Right. Shall we move on to the final? Bit yes. Of yes, we may. Yeah. Henry. Henry, you go for it. Tell me exactly what you thought. Oh, right. So. Do not hold the back. The best. The best bit. The best reveal of the whole PlayStation event. As as the trailer for it started, I was like, "Is is this it? Is this it?" And. Like I had the biggest grin gradually <laughs> growing on my face as it was revealed that Horizon Two, Horizon Zero Dawn Two is coming. I recognised so her happy. voice straight away. I was just like, Henry is going to love this. I, I was grinning like a maniac. I was absolutely <laughs> ecstatic, and it's yeah. As soon as soon as uh, Aloy started talking, I was like, yeah, that confirms it. It's <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn 2, uh, Forbidden West, as it is called. Horizon Zero Dawn 2, Forbidden West. Ah, oh, and... Now, yeah, go on. The, my favourite part, the robot Mumakai. <laughs> have you, have you, have you like, seen okay. have you seen the memes of that? 
No, I haven't seen those memes. Oh, I'd look up those memes. There's the, what Lord of the Rings, yeah, uh, Mumukai yeah, robot. There, there's, there's, um, there's a picture of the giant elephant robot, a picture of the Mumukai from Lord of the Rings, and there's a picture of Aloy and a picture of Legolas, and they're like one and the same. <laughs> I'll try and find a meme and send it to you later. But yeah. So yeah, I've watched the trailer about 10, 15 times, and I've gone and um, written two sides of... Uh, notes. Uh, so I have I'm not sure I have enough drink for this. <laughs> I have plenty to uh, talk about my theories on this. If you would indulge me, I'll indulge you. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm uh, I'm like that uh, uh, the conspiracy meme uh, from. It's always sunny, isn't it? It's always sunny where he's got all the papers everywhere in the yeah, sink. Yeah. <laughs> that's me. My room is covered in papers, tying all the different pieces of Horizon Zero Dawn together, and I'm just there going crazy. Um, Before you start, let me tell you what I think yes. about Horizon Zero Dawn. So I started playing, and I think I'm like four hours or something like that into the first game. And um, for whatever reason, I stopped playing. I don't know, maybe a new game came out or... I didn't play it, so then I went back um, to pick it up again. I think we, I don't know, I think we had a deal. You had to do something. I was like, uh, I don't think you're gonna do it. If you do it, I'll play it again. And you did your thing, so I went. I was like, okay, I'll, it was I'll play. I, re- it. I, I read back. the book you really wanted me to read, and I said, if I read this, you've got to go play Horizon. Okay, right. Yes. What was that book, by uh, the way? It was the uh, the Blade itself. Ah, yes, that's a very good book. Yes, that was worth it. Anyway, so I went back to play it again, and. I couldn't get into it. I, I I'd forgotten all the controls, so I'd be I I try and go sneaking, and I end up whistling, and like all the ones all the robots would come after me, and I I just and completely forgot what I was doing, where I was, it's kind, who it's I kind was. Of like stepping back into Skyrim or something, and you haven't played it for ages, and you where the hell am I? I have no I have no memory of this yes. place. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like that, but I thought the controls were a little bit too technical. I think if if I if I still remember what they were when I first played it, it would be great. But I think having to, I I couldn't be bothered to reteach myself how to play it. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can kind of get that. I can, get, but I think this was when I was playing um, God of War and Spider Man at the same time. I try and transition between the two, and I keep on like dying in God of War because I was using Spider Man controls. I was like, <laughs> what what's happened? Oh wait, I'm playing. I'm trying to play the wrong game. But I think don't let that hold you back because it's such a good game and i think you as for you as someone who loves a good story that's why i recommend yes, this that's game true. to you so highly is because i know you you like me you love a good engaging story and that's why i love this game so much is because it has that so maybe maybe restart it or maybe just try, try yeah so i was thinking i'll start it again and I'll replay it. Yeah. And I'll see if it if it if it lives up. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype that you and everyone else I know has given me. I think now my expectations are maybe too high. I might not enjoy it as much as the rest of you. And also, you know how contra- how um, contrary I am. If everyone says you need to love this, my instant result, my instant reaction is I'm gonna hate it. So I need to really I, not I, be as yeah, toxic. I don't. I think you need to try and not do that because then I think you miss out on some really good stuff so i will get around to it i promise henry i will get around to it probably after last of us 2 and yes, i will get back that's into coming it out at the end of this week so we, when we both play that we will have to discuss that as well we will have to discuss it although i will probably be um a uh, emotional wreck <laughs> once again because <laughs> i was at the end of the last one yeah. 
Anyway, are you ready for my deep dive? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, deep. Dive deep. Okay, so... I have a big list here as to what my theory What you want to talk about. Okay, so first of all, I'm going to start with the setting. Um, it's in the West. It's well done. I can tell well you that. Done, Tom. But, I can tell you that. Um, so what we saw from the trailer is you could see the Golden Gate Bridge, which suggests part of it's going to be set in the sort of California, LA San Francisco. Um, Golden Gate to San Francisco. Yeah, which is in that's California, isn't it? Or Cal- yeah, not but not but not Los Angeles. Yeah, but that, no, as in. Just wanted to embarrass you. Sorry, <laughs> I'm saying that it's going to be sort of set around that area. Yes, um, yes, yes, it will be. It's interesting because there was. Does that mean? Does that mean that um, the original Horizon game is in America? Yes. Yeah, you could. Uh, hang on, there is people figured out which states it was set in. Don't tell me. It's okay. Okay, Get back to your deep okay. dive. Um, but yeah, so I think I think uh, the original game sort of set in sort of the middle of the US. Um, the Midwest. Yeah. I can't remember which states. Uh, but yeah, so this is transitioning over to the West, so sort of around California. But a number of the different... In the trailer, Aloy goes through a number of different environments. Uh, so she so goes underwater a lot. Yes, I saw that in the trailer. Does that mean it's going to be lots of underwater stuff? I think yes. That's that's one of. The... I love un- going underwater in games. Like like I love seeing them at these reefs and underwater ruins. I love that. It's amazing because some of it kind of looked like the Great Barrier Reef in a way, like with all the exactly. Coral and it looked amazing, and that's something that wasn't in the first game. There wasn't like underwater exploration, so that's a whole new aspect, and that that might mean there's uh, underwater combat as well. Yeah. So yeah, that, yep. that was one of the settings. But then there's cities. There's tropical beaches. There's uh, there was desert, which makes me think maybe that uh, there's going to be that you're going to be in the Nevada desert. You might go through uh, Las Vegas, maybe. That that Ooh. would be pretty cool. Maybe that maybe that was the city. Maybe that was the city. Uh, potentially. And then there there was her climbing up uh, icy mountains as well, which maybe makes me think maybe she goes up north to Oregon as well. So maybe it's going to encompass a. A few different states. And a where, few where are the Rockies? Where are the Rockies? Uh, so the the Rockies um, run through quite a few states, but Oregon isn't one of them. But I did look this up earlier when I thought, oh, when I was watching the trailer and writing down these notes, I thought oh, maybe one of the places, Oregon. I think it's got like fifty like different mountain ranges in Oregon alone. Um, oh. <laughs> so yeah, uh, or fifty different named mountains. I can't remember, but yeah, that makes me think that uh, there's there's going to be a lot of locations to visit and i imagine that the map will be bigger as well will be huge huge. Um, be huge yeah so there's going to be plenty of different settings and environments to explore next thing on my list there's uh new new machines one of the early ones momokai actual there's godlike momokai there's giant elephant mammoth machines Mumakai. Oh, Mumakai is Tom. Yes, Lord of the Rings. Um, They've even got like the barbs, like the, like the weapons on the end of their tusks that, that they have in Return of the King. Which is which is what makes me say mammoth and elephant. I, because they had the tusks, so that made me think, oh, are they sort of designed off mammoths? There was the, and they've been tamed by the bad guys yeah, who are wearing like tree bark. Little fortresses on top of them for people to shoot down from as well. Yeah, it's a very sort of a nod to Lord of the Rings. There's the giant turtle. There's the giant turtle monster, um, which was interesting because that kind of rises up from the water. 
which makes me think maybe if you're exploring you could accidentally stumble across them and they'll just kind of rise up and attack you and you might not have known they're there we saw the crocodile guy as well. Yeah, they were in the previous game. But like, if there's crocodiles and there's the, these turtles, could there be sharks? Yeah, I was wondering that as well. With with this, with the nod to there being underwater exp- exploration, is there gonna are there gonna be shark <laughs> robots? <laughs> so that's, oh that's, god! That's, Can you imagine? That's one of the ones I yeah. had written. Or stingrays. There might even be stingrays as well. That's oh, that would be good. That would be good. Yeah. There, there seem to be these sort of warthog-looking uh, ones as well. And then right at the end of the trailer, I couldn't tell what they were. I thought maybe they were pelicans or pterodactyls. These sort of flying machines. Mm. You know, I couldn't quite tell what they were. I thought, is that a bird? And I thought, oh, is that a dinosaur? I couldn't quite tell. Another thing in the trailer is uh, you see this scene where there's this these red glowing lights falling from the sky, which makes me wonder if there's... Uh, um, other machines up in space like in in the original game this isn't really a spoiler but there are there are machines that aren't animals they're kind of like death almost like war machines yeah they call them demons don't yeah, they? they call them the like, demons um or the tribes people do in the game and uh there's there's a few varieties of those in the original game and seeing these falling lights makes me think were there some in space and there's somehow falling back down to earth and are we going to get new varieties of these war machines and throughout the trailer as well you see these the ma- these massive uh, war machines which there was one in the original game but it, you you could never fight it um it was just kind of there in the background and it was called uh, uh it was called uh, metal devils they were called the metal devils called the metal devils the giant um machines and there's there is quite a few in the trailer all in different environments which makes me wonder are we going to finally be able to fight one of these in the game um there's another one as well where aloy seems to be standing on some rocks and you can kind of see something it looks like there's another robot or something crushed underneath them but you can't really clearly see what it is which again makes me wonder will there be more of these uh war machines to fight and does that mean that there are new ways to kill them could you use the environment, for instance, to kill um, the monsters? Like, could you cause a an avalanche or a rockfall or a cave-in or whatever to cross the monster, the robot, rather than trying to kill it with a fucking blow and arrow? Potentially, because they had a little bit of that in the first game, where if there were like these logs tied up somewhere, you could shoot the logs and make them collapse on the robots. So you could use yeah. So you use... so they've already got that mechanic. You could replace the logs with something that might actually be there for a reason, like some loose rocks, and uh, and cause a rock slide. Yeah. So that that would be that. That's a good point, actually. That might be a new mechanic which um, we might see. Uh, another. This is just a complete guess as to whether it might be a new machine. But in the trailer, you see like uh, this dragon hologram, and that makes me question: Is there going to be a dragon machine? There's like this, oh, there's like this hologram that appears of like a Chinese dragon. I was like, could there potentially be a dragon machine as well? But yeah, uh, spinning off from uh, what you said about potential new mechanic of uh, falling debris, using that against uh, the robots. Uh, we've covered the underwater combat. That, that there's the potential for that. But there's the other thing. Uh, you see a scene of Aloy climbing uh, the mountain, as I said. Um, 
and that was a uh, that was one of the slight gripes people had with the original game that the, the climbing was very basic, like the, it had yellow markers yeah. that were easy to follow. Which personally, for yeah. me, as someone who, whenever I play games, likes easy games. <coughs> sorry, likes easy games. <coughs> so, no, someone who, whenever I played Uncharted or any of those games, I'd never die in combat. I'd always die falling off of stuff when I yes, was doing the climbing. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I used to play Assassin's Creed a lot when I was younger. And I can confirm the climbing in Uncharted is nowhere near as frustrating as some of the climbing in, say, Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. uh, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, the but the climbing in Horizon from the few hours I played, I was a little bit like, whoever put all these yellow markers here... Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And you have way too much time on your hands. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's one of the things I think people weren't so keen on in the last game, that they said it kind of bit easy. And around the similar time, uh, Breath of the Wild came out, which had its kind of quite dynamic climbing thing, where you could climb anything so long as you had your... Uh, stamina bar uh, was up to par um, so that's another speculation on the new mechanic is that you might be maybe we'll be able to climb more things and we won't have to follow these preset routes um, that have been put in so that, that could be another interesting mechanic to see if that's something new That's again that's a bit of speculation as to whether that might be there just judging uh, from what we've seen in the trailer and another thing uh, shown in the trailer is in in the trailer there seems to be like animals seem to be dying or sick because of this red plant sort of thing, which animals or machine animals? Uh, actual animals, because right at the start of the trailers you see these crabs sort of picking over a dead uh, fish carcass, and then Aloy is like checking on this fox which appears to be sick. Um, and there's all this sort of red plant around and she sort of examines it and that seems to suggest that this plant is killing off the local wildlife and it, it's kind of hard to tell if it's like machine based which I imagine it is because that would fit with the context of the game um, but yeah, it's in interesting some of the other videos I've watched it but other people haven't really picked up on that as much um, so I think that's definitely going to be a big part of the game is finding out what's causing this uh, plant to uh, kill kill off wildlife. And it's not just animals, it's also um, plant life, because you see uh, these other tribes people, they're going through their agricultural land, they're like pulling up carrots, and the carrots have kind of gone all grey and turned to dust. So it's, it's affecting people as well, because their crops are dying. And uh, so it's... But it doesn't seem to be like affecting people's health, which is interesting. Um, and or maybe not at first. Maybe, yeah, maybe not at first. Or, but the interest, like I said, there with those uh, tribes people picking up the carrots. Um, again, new tribes because she's off in the west. That there may be new tribes who she will meet. Yeah. Because in the in the new tribes in the previous game, there were about five or six different tribes who she interacts with. Like she she's from one of them. And uh, she interacts with a, a number throughout the game. But now that she's moved west, there may be other tribes she's never encountered. So there were those ones uh, in the trailer who they seem to be like an agricultural tribe. Or at least that's what I seem to pick up. It makes me wonder if... Because uh, Aloy, she's from the Nora tribe. And they're like really skilled hunters. They're very good at taking down machines and uh, 
I, I, when I played it, I encountered, um, I think I encountered three tribes. The Nora, as you said, and they sort of reminded me of um, Native Americans. Um, those red guys. The yeah. Who were like, I can't remember what uh, civilization they reminded me of. So and there was the Osaram. Aztec, that's it. That's that's the one. Aztec. Yeah, and the and then the Osaram, who were sort of like Vikings. Yeah. Or the, something um, like that. There's the others. There's the Banuk. And then there's a couple more, but I can't remember their names. They don't feature quite as heavily. But yeah, I think this... Do they all have this sort of historical society type inspiration behind them? I don't know if it's um, necessarily always um, historic, but like the Banuk, they're kind of more like shaman sort of people. The Nora are more hunters. The Osiram are kind of like, uh, almost like blacksmiths and creators. Um, so they all kind of got their own different... And the Kaja? They were kind of like a, re- almost like a religious group like they had this whole religion based around the sun and there was quite a dark time where they would uh sacrifice people but then um at the start of the this game there's a new king who's done away with that and changed their society but yeah anyway going back to this new tribe um like i said like the nora people they're hunters whereas this potential new tribe in the forbidden west they appear to be like agriculture based which is why they were examining the crops and seeing that the crops had died um and that makes and i didn't really see any machine parts worked into their armor or anything so that made me wonder if they maybe don't hunt the machines like other cultures do um and then another tribe were the ones who were with the evil machines who were riding the giant elephant ones and i don't know whether they're the bad uh tribe from the original game, the Shadow Carja, who were the like the antagonists, but they kind of had slightly different color schemes, sort of a red and light green, which maybe suggests that they are another tribe altogether. And it's interesting that they're working with the evil machines as well. Um, and right at the end, one of them has these like two, they almost look like giant horns attached to his hands, but maybe that makes me think it's a new weapon or something. Mm. Um, so yes, I think we're going to encounter new tribes as well in this game, which is definitely really I would imagine so. So yeah, that is my uh, big old uh, deep dive into all the different bits and pieces I picked out from. <laughs> you really dissected that. Oh, um, yes, I did indeed. That, that trailer. So I'm um, how exactly how excited are you for this game? How much money would you be willing to pay for this game? Ooh. I think it would depend what's in the collector's edition, but if there's if there's like a good a good amount of stuff in the collector's edition or a special edition, I would definitely get those. If there was a if there was a, a couple of hundred then? Couple of hundred? Um maybe maybe like a hundred and hundred to get like the special edition maybe. If there if there's a bundle or something, if they do a PS five bundle with Horizon. But again they this is one they didn't show a release date for. But I'm I'm gonna guess at around, I think it was around May that the original game came out. Um, so I'm gonna guess May 2021 for a release date because it it's been it's been about three years since the last one. So they've and I think they had people working on it on the second game since the successful release of the first. So I think it'll be around the start of next year that we'll see see this game. But yes, I will definitely 
be getting this game. I am sold on the PS5. I'm just really just happy. I'm just really happy that they're making it a franchise. I, I was worried that they were going to leave it as a standalone. They're making it a trilogy, I believe. Okay. But I, um, I, I'm glad that there's going to be um, up there with, say, Uncharted as top PS4 exclusives. And it's going to be remembered for that. And it's not just a one-off that PS4 had. Yeah, it's definitely one of their top heavy hitters at the moment. Is uh, Some people were a bit disappointed we didn't see a God of War 2 teaser or trailer but i think that's understandable because that only came out in 2018 that was only what only two years ago since it came out so i think it's still going to be in development it'll still be has it been two years maybe yeah it came out 2018 so i think it'll be another year probably before we see that or anything on that but uh yeah that kind of wraps up the playstation and xbox look through those live events um, kind of waiting to hear from Nintendo now. Haven't heard. I'm looking anything. forward to that. There's, there's been no mention that. of anything Nintendo, so I wonder if they're, they're going to come out swinging with some really, really big stuff as well. I hope so, yeah. because I'd like to see Nintendo. Because um, I think they're struggling at the moment, so I'd like to see Nintendo come back strong. Really? I, they're not. They're not struggling at the moment. I don't well, they're probably not now after Animal Crossing and uh, the new Pokemon. No. I, I don't think that I think they're doing pretty well for themselves. I think the Switch is a nice, good little console. Oh, good. But um, yeah. Do you do you have any other final thoughts to sort of wrap up? I think I've rambled. Yeah, I've rambled I was, on a lot as I said this. earlier. <laughs> as I said earlier, I was really disappointed with the lack of um, strong RPGs. I mean, um, the, I think Horizon that's that counts as an RPG, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So there's Horizon, but apart from that. There weren't really many strong single-player RPGs that I could really enjoy. You're kind of waiting for a Bethesda showcase, aren't you? Hoping that they'll show off Elder Scrolls. (laughs) I am a bit of a Bethesda fanboy, even though they have really fallen from grace the last few years. Um, So yeah, I am looking forward to that. But also wanted to see maybe a bit of um, Cyberpunk, a bit more of that. Um, And games like that. A lot of that has been showed in the past few years anyway. Yeah, but you always have more. I think that's. I think Xbox have showcased that more than uh, PlayStation have. I don't think PlayStation have much. It will be coming out on PlayStation, but I don't think they're kind of the ones who are partnered up to show it off. Yeah, I I really quite enjoyed it. I think they they had a good variety. They had some heavy hitters in there, which I think kind of puts them above Xbox in a little way. And they also showcased some really interesting indies, like I said, like Little Devil Inside and. Kana or Kenna um, Bridge of Spirits, those are definitely games I'm going to keep an eye on and hopefully check out, maybe pick up when the PS5 comes out but yeah, I think it, I think it was a good reveal event, I enjoyed it I, like I said, there was not as much that interesting for me mm-hmm. but you're right, it sounds like it did better than the uh, <laughs> Xbox one yeah. and I'm um, just looking forward to see if Nintendo bring anything out more yeah. more free content for Animal Crossing. More free content <laughs> for Animal Crossing. More free content for Animal Crossing. <laughs> anyway, shall we uh, wrap it up there? Yes. Okay, so yes we... Thanks very much for joining us on this gaming-focused edition of the podcast. Next time we will be going back to books a bit more and 
probably talking about The Last of Us 2 as well, because that's coming out soon. So that will probably feature yeah. as well. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us on this episode. And take Thank you. I'm sorry I was very uh, moany and less <laughs> positive than Henry. <laughs> that's fine. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye.